0: The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. Amen. Celebrate Jesus, please. Hallelujah. You may be seated, please. We are going to be doing some teaching this morning that I believe will be of help to you as a believer. Especially those going through spiritual challenges and they don't seem to know how to come out and because this is a class you'll be given an assignment which you'll be required to submit tomorrow amen and i know that because the truth shall make you free as we take this three days of teachings You're going to walk into your liberty. All right. I want us to read Romans chapter 1, verse 16. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first. And also for the Greek. The word salvation here is the word soteria. It means to rescue. It means safety. It means to deliver. It means health. It means deliverance. It also means preservation. So it lets us know that the good news has liberating power. Are we together? All right. I wanted to read something else before we come to your notes that you have there. In 2 Timothy 2 verse 24. I want us to look at the old King James. It says, and the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men. Able to teach. That what happens is able to teach. Patient. Next. It says, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. See, the first session, which is the first class, we could be two sessions. We're going to look at why people are bound. It said, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. Yeah, serious. Then he says, if God by will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, that means bondage is a house of thoughts. I'll have to change your thinking. Hallelujah. Through the word, verse 26 says that they may recover themselves out of the sin of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. Notice they were captive because of their way of thinking. See, it says they can recover themselves. It's my prayer that you recover yourself today in the name of Jesus. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. The Bible says, For those who walk in the flesh we do not walk after the flesh. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, chiroma. Now, look at where the strongholds are, casting down what? Imaginations. You see that? It matters the way you see yourself. Because your inner perception decides your outward reality. Your inner perception decides your outward reality. And that's why it's important that any time people, are, maybe someone say the deliverance, all that kind of stuff, it, it, they, they, they just want to pray for people and all that, stuff. they're going to check up and check up and check up. But they need to understand that if a man is not free in his mind, he's not free at all. If a man is not free in his mind, he's not free at all. Casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Notice. See, until you embrace the word of God as final authority, you can't walk in your full liberty. It says, casting down imaginations. The word there is Logismus, reasonings. See, there's a way bound people think. And every acting that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, it says, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Verse 6. And having your readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Hallelujah. So we, we're looking so far that Satan blinds the minds of men. Second Corinthians 4, verse 4. He blinds their minds. The real battle is in the mind. The battle for your destiny, the battle for your life, is won in between your two ears. That's your mind. Says in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. In Acts twenty-six verse eighteen. It says to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Notice it has to open their eyes before they are delivered from the power of Satan. Quickly. If you look at John 8 verse 32 the Bible says and you shall know the truth and the truth shall what make you free in 2nd Corinthians 7 verse 1 the Bible tells us this it says having therefore this promises dearly beloved let us cleanse ourselves now how do we clean ourselves John 15 verse 3, it says you are clean or you are cleansed through the word which I've spoken unto you. That means the word of God is a cleanser. I know you women use facial cleansers after using your makeup, your foundation and all those stuff, you use your cleanser. The word of God is also a cleanser. In Ephesians 5 verse 26, the Bible says, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. You see that? Now look at verse 25 so you can see what the, the word cleanses. It says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ will love the John, give himself for it, that he may watch this, that he might sanctify and cleanse it by the word. Look at verse 27 now. It says, That he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot. How does he cleanse the spot? The word. Or wrinkle. How does he cleanse the wrinkle? The word or any such thing that should be holy and without blemish. So the word of God is your cleanser. You see that? And that's why here we are not going to give you um, any Oh, bring palm oil, bring this. No, 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 no. way you go, they tell you bring palm oil, it's native doctor. Because palm oil is a symbol of blood. Is there anybody learning something here? 2 Corinthians 7 verse 1. It says, Let us therefore, it says uh, having therefore this promises dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Notice there's a cleansing before someone can live right. You see that? That's what the Bible says in John 17:17: 17, 17, Sanctify them through your word, or by your word, for your word is truth. So sanctify them through your truth. For, your, for your word, that word is truth in Obadiah 17, the Bible says upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Notice that unto that cleansing by the word begins, the person can live right and so long as they're not living right, Satan has a license to steal their possessions. Is this happening to anybody today? In Joel 2 verse 32 we are laying a foundation. It says and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance as the Lord has said and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Now notice we have come to Mount Zion. So you're going to receive your deliverance. Amen? Deliverance from sin. Deliverance from bondage. Deliverance from curses, Deliverance from poverty. Deliverance from hardship. Deliverance from limitations. In Proverbs 11 verse 9. The Bible says, An hypocrite with his mouth destroyed his neighbor. But true knowledge shall the just be delivered. So the just shall be delivered through knowledge. All right. What is bondage? What is bondage? Bondage is the state of being bound usually by... Compulsion, maybe by force. By force. You can write by compulsion or by force. Let me correct my notes. Or by a force. All right. Number two. What is bondage? Captivity. Number three, what is bondage? Enslavement. See, there's something about writing. Don't just look at your note. Write. See, because writing crystallizes thinking, I gave you the note so that, just in case you lose something when I'm teaching, you can go back to your notes. All right? Enslavement. Number four, slavery. Number five, yoke. Look at Isaiah forty-two, six to nine. It says, "I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness, and will hold on hand, and will keep thee, and will give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light of the Gentiles." Next, it says, "To open the blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners from the prison, and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house." Say, "Amen." Next says, I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I will not give to another. Neither my praise or graven images. Next. Behold the former things that come to pass. And now I do declare. Now, now new things I do declare. Before the spring For I tell you of them. Now God, when you are suffering in bondage. The devil gets the credit. He boasts in your bondage. But God sets you free. So he gets the glory. Are you all there? Okay. Isaiah 49, 24 to 26. The Bible says, shall the prey be taken from the mighty? Now, the prey is someone that is oppressed for no reason. We live in a wicked world. The devil can attack anybody. All right? Or the lawful captive delivered. The lawful captive is someone that in their family, there's a covenant. See? It says, look at verse 25. But thus said the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. Say amen. For I will contend with him, but contend with thee, and I will save thy children. Say amen. Isaiah 61 verse 1. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the broken hearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Remember, bondage is the state of being bound. You see that again in Luke four verse eighteen. Jesus said, "The spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised." Why are people bound? Number one, by reason of Adam's sin. The Adamic sin brought all men into the bondage of sin, sickness, and death. If you look at Genesis 3, 9 to 19, you will see the curses that the sin of of Adam and his wife Eve brought on humanity. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Next. And, I, and he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Next. He says, and he said, who told you that I was naked? As, okay, give it to me in the new King James. All right. He says, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I told you that you should not eat? Next. Then the man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the, of the tree and I ate. Next. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you've done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. Next. Now let's leave the serpent. Go to the woman, verse 15. 16, I'll go to 16. I want to deal with time. To the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. So we can see that difficult labor came because of Adam's sin. In pain, you shall bring forth children. He says, your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. And I thank God that for most of us, we are living in victory over it. Amen? Because our women give birth with ease. Verse 17. Then to the man, he said, because if you hear the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree which I commanded you, saying, you shall not eat of it, cost is the ground for your sake. In toil, you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Hardship. Hardship. Next, it says both thorns and tisles shall bring forth for you and shall eat the help of the field. Then it says in verse 19, in the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for those you are, and the dust you shall return. So you can see the difficulty. God never intended for us to sweat to eat. In fact, God put food there for Adam. Am I right? In Romans 5 verse 12, we see that Adam sinned. Through, so therefore just as through one man's sin enter the world and death through sin and thus death spread to all men because all sin so you can see that through Adam's sin Romans 5 verse 17 it says For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ it's death reigned hallelujah Alright, if you look at first John five nineteen, the Bible says that we know that we have God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Hallelujah. Alright. Number two, why are people bound? By reason of generational sin. Many people are suffering because of the sins of their parents and grandparents. And it could be an ancient progenitor of forefathers. Now as a child of God, you're redeemed from this curse. Are you getting what I'm saying? But I'm showing you why people are bound in, in a general note. So you can talk to the unbeliever. and know this could be the reason. Come to Christ. In Jeremiah 6 verse 21... It says, look at what it says. It says, Therefore, Thou sayest I will lay stomach blocks for the people, and the fathers and the sons together shall fall on them. Uh, uh, and the father and the sons shall fall on them, and the neighbor and his friends shall perish. Now, give it to me in the NIV. That's the way the NIV puts it. It says, I will put stomach blocks for these people. Fathers and sons alike will stumble over them. Neighbors and friends will perish. See, families where people just die, anyhow, there's strife. Let's move on. Jeremiah 9:14 to 15. It says, But they have walked according to the dictates of their hearts and after their bowels which their fathers taught them. See, because God visits the iniquity of the father to the third and fourth generation of those who hate him, the unbeliever. Now, look at Exodus 20, verse 5, and we'll come back to Jeremiah 9. Since we shall not bow down to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. All right? Come to Jeremiah 9, verse 15 now. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will feed them this people with one wood and give them water, water of gall to drink. Now gall is sour wine. It's bitter. It says because they, they follow the path of their fathers, they are going to drink of the course of the fathers. But we thank God that on the cross, Jesus drank sour wine and said it is finished. Jeremiah thirty one, twenty nine to thirty. It says, In those days they shall say no more, the fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on the edge. Next. But everyone shall die for his own iniquity. Every man who eats the sour grapes, his teeth shall be set on edge. See? And that's what it's supposed to be. When you see, you suffer for, for for it, the ancestral people. But Satan that a way of bringing it to the children. They suffer because of the bloodline. Are you following me? That's why you see people inherit diseases in their bloodline. But by the grace of God, as new creation, and as you receive communion, your bloodline is cleansed. Ezekiel eighteen one to four. The word of Lord came to me saying, What do you mean when you use this proverb concerning the land of Israel? saying the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge? Next. It says, As I live, says the Lord, you shall no longer use this proverb in Israel. Next, it says, Be all also are mine, the fathers, the soul of the father as well as the soul of the son is mine. The soul whose the soul who sins shall die. John chapter 19, twenty-eight to thirty. Now look at the sour wine Jesus did in generational curses. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that His coming was fulfilled, said, "I thirst." Next, now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on hyssop, and put it to his mouth. Next, and when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, "It is finished," and bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. That was where Jesus ended generational curses. If you notice, when they, when they had the Passover in Exodus 12, their fathers had been slaves under the Egyptians. But after Passover, they were set free from what their parents were bound to. Passover is like salvation. But also, we also know that in First Corinthians five and seven, that Christ is our Passover. So, whenever we receive communion, we break free from ancestral curses. Number three, by reason of ancestral worship of idols and covenant made with false gods and devils. You see, a lot of times. People who serve idols, join cults, they don't know what it does to their children. And that's why we're sharing this so that when people watch it on Facebook, or on TV, or however they see this, or when someone plays a message, they'll be able to renounce those things to set their, themselves free and their children free. There are people who go to church and still go and worship idols. Hallelujah. All right. Now, give me. Psalm 16 verse 4. Pastor V will need um, a note to you as well. It says their sorrows shall be multiplied who hasten after another God. See, if you go for idol, if you go into idol worship, you will multiply your problem. See, a lot of people go to a native doctor, look for children, or look for progress. And they're still Christians. The Bible says their sorrows shall be multiplied. See, there are many people who are suffering today because of idol worship. Sometimes it affects the children, and affects the children, and children, until somebody stands up to insist when you go to a native doctor whether it's a native doctor that wears suit because some of them are wearing suit now they start churches and you go there you pay to see the man of God you pay, you pay money that's a native doctor, if you have to pay it's a native doctor then they say bring this for the work, bring three palm oil, bring one chicken that has one leg black cock, this one you're going to increase your problem a lady in church she joined us from another ministry and she couldn't get married so that she began hearing the word of God and somebody told her that she'd take her somewhere where